do this. Hello, welcome to the Small Game. I'm your host, Rob. I'm joined by Adam, uh, my co-host today. And as you can see, if you look at the side, the Twitch chat, uh, we are not filming in the studio because the studio is too moist and warm right now. Uh, and instead, we're going to uh, talk about... We, um, me and Adam are basically going to talk about his event experiences at Warhammer World. Because, as I was just saying a moment ago, Warhammer World is like the mecca. Like, you might not think it, cause you, have you been before, before this Yeah, event? once, uh, like four years ago. Okay, okay. Like, so, like, the reason I bring it up is because for some people, especially we've got a lot of international listeners, they must be like, going to Warhammer World is like the dream. Hashtag new smashing. Hashtag, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam just went to an event there this weekend. It's down the road from me, and I used to work there. So, like, I've got a whole bunch of emotions around that uh, as an event space. Um, but uh, obviously Adam's slightly more fresh to it. And Adam has travelled the world uh, going to events with me and also has travelled all around the UK. So good experiences of that. Uh, and then, yeah, and then, it. And then I'm going to do the Stat Centre show later in the sweaty warm office on my own. It's going to be too warm. Not warm. the sweaty office. Not the, swe <laughs> the sweaty office. Uh, <laughs> thank you everyone in the chat for resubscribing like Reem and Nightspear. Uh, hello Blank Wizard. Thank you everyone. Um, so, like, Warhammer World is a mecca. Do, like, I know, Adam, you're never particularly phased uh, by anything, but were you excited to go to, like, the home of the Warhammies? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's quite cool, but I've, I, I think issue, I've been quite a lot now. Like, I've been to Warhammer World a fair few times. So it's not quite as exciting. I mean, the first time I went, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And like, I went in the ex exhibition, and I was like, oh, wow, look at the miniatures. But then the the other pro problem is I don't really care about how things look. Okay. So like everything's really pretty, and I'm like, oh, that's nice, and then leave. <laughs> like wherever, like other people are like, oh my god, I can stare at this miniature for five thousand hours, and I'm like, pretty. Uh, and this this is pretty. This is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whenever I go around Warhammer World and someone just breezes past the cabinet, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Like, I why, literally, I do the exhibition you? in about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's nice. Oh, that's pretty. And then I'm done. I'm like... Uh, I love the I love the exhibition. It is great. It is great. I try and... Uh, I like the the assassin display. We've got to try and find the assassin. Oh, yeah. But then I get bored after five minutes. I was and going to get, say. I also get very angry. I was going to say, the ADHD kings are not going to do particularly well with that, right? It just irritates me when, like, I don't find it. And then I get really pissed off. Yeah. And I'm like, Why? Yeah, yeah. Why is it not in front of me? <laughs> okay. Well, so going to Warhammer World is quite interesting, especially like coming from the independent tournament circuit. Yeah. Yeah. The independent tournament circuit, so the ITC, not the international tournament circuit, which is the ITC co-opted by GW. Um, not the ITC? The ITC. Anyway, the independent tournament scene, the ITS. Yeah, very different to IBS. Very different. <laughs> very different. Although sometimes, actually. But both of them sometimes bung you up, right? That's and make you very irritated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. So uh, the, um, they need more uh, than the exhibition to make it a destination outside of events. Exhibition is great, but not enough archive. It's more like a catalogue and some displays. So the exhibition is actually, and Adam knows this, and I told you this before you went, hashtag just asking questions. Just asking questions. That <laughs> was my favourite Twitter weekend <laughs> of all time. So like, that's actually where they store all of the heavy metal miniatures that they paint. So any books, and so when you see a box art or you see something inside a battle tome, um, that's the actual like... 
uh, box art paint job that's actually stored in the mini in the museum. So that's their clever way of doing storage and where making are, you and making Where are the cities of Sigma, Rob? Were they missing from the I display? Didn't go in. They weren't in. No, I, I, no, I didn't go in. Oh. I'm, just, I'm just asking questions. Oh, hashtag just asking okay. questions. So if, you ever, so if you ever walk around and you see one of the armies missing, then it's probably going to get a book in the next two years, which is quite a long time. To like, it's not, you can't be really that sus about it. Like you go in, you're like, ah, see, the Fire Slayers aren't here. But like, they may be getting a book in four, four years. years. <laughs> but also, I'm just asking questions, Rob. Just asking questions. Uh, yeah, of course it is. Um, uh, there was a whole cabinet of City Sigma, so don't freak out. Okay, that's fine. That's what um, you think. Yeah, uh, I really underestimate how big the displays are. Uh, and Leo says, Airhorn for Steve Wren making it a credible tournament. Oh, Steve Wren is awesome. Steve Wren is fantastic. Even though, like, he's a, even though, Steve, when you watch this, you're a thief. I really like Steve Wren, actually. Like, he's one of my, he's Steve. So Steve's wonderful. Steve used to just be, uh, I think he actually used to be a teacher like you are. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We yeah, had a great chat. Yeah, so Steve's lovely. lovely. Um, and he also used to be part of the Bad Dice podcast. So, like, he's been involved in, like, Warhammer for a very long yeah, time. Yeah. Then he went to a games workshop and became their event manager. So I would say that the professionalism of the events there has upscaled massively thanks to Steve Wren, which is great. Because previously, they were kind of a joke. So, yeah, I went, obviously, a couple of years ago before Steve was running it. Yeah. And I wouldn't have gone back. Yeah. And then this one, I probably would go back. Okay. So that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's, you that's know, pretty good. Good. That's pretty good. And it, I think the funniest part of the, the whole weekend was um, my very first game. Mm. Uh, obviously, in my list, I took 12 cockatrices. He comes over to look at the table. And I'm like, are you checking if they're 3D printed? <laughs> and he's like, no. I was like, you are. <laughs> you are, though. You are, though. You are, though. <laughs> like, it's all real. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you just see like his face like always like looking over at the table like. I'm like, yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about your journey to Warhammer World, right? Like a little moment, because you pointed out something really important there. When you go to Warhammer World, it's all official GW miniatures, which obviously in the TSN arena, the home of uh, the alternative miniature. Um, the hipsters week, of AOS. Well, yeah, because <laughs> last week we saw a purple sun. So in the event last week, we had a purple sun that was a, a flounder fish. Puffer fish. A, a puffer fish, yeah, puffer for, fish. for the Arnett Deepkin, which is beautiful. I love it. So what was the, uh, like, did you have to, like, prep your army well, so knowing you were only using GW miniatures. Luckily for me, yeah, okay, perfect. Right, yeah. I already owned twenty official cockatrices. Okay, so the cockatrices weren't a problem. So the core part of your yeah, army, fine. Yeah, okay. Had official Ungor as well. Okay, okay, okay. I had an official Bellacor. Wow, that's quite pricey. He was, but he's pretty. Yep. Uh, I had an official Great Bray Shaman. I didn't though have a Shagoth, right, or Dragon Ogres. Is the printed Jagoff and Dragon Ogres are a thousand times better. Oh, yeah, because you got the ones from Clay Beast creation, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, this week I went, oh, if I want to take this list, I need to get the official models. So I sent out loads of texts like, does anybody own these? And luckily, uh, Luke had them for me, sent them across, and uh, I painted up slap chopped them. Nice. Slappy chopped. Hashtag, hashtag product placement. I don't know what, that's, I don't know what the product is. Uh, one YouTube video. That, yeah. Yeah, that, anyway. Um, and I did six Dragon Ogres and a Shagoth in four hours. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh, I and did, a Chimera. I did the Binkana in, I think, uh, I think it was 13 minutes, start to finish. I painted one. Um, looks fantastic. I literally, like, I just, like, sprayed them black, dry brushed, and then went, 
Colour! <laughs> Do they look okay? Oh, I've missed a bit. Ah, whatever. The basing just got the texture paint. Fucking slap that just, on. Just I did that. Okay, alright. So, like, because that's the thing, right? Like, you got to have all the official models. They've got to be WYSIWYG. Like, although in Age of Sigmar, it doesn't, stre- it doesn't matter too much, but I bet that, like... The amount of times I just look at my opponent and I'm like, use your imagination. <laughs> okay, like, this game isn't real. Right. Yeah. You have a frog that's casting spells at me. I'm sure my guy with a t- two-handed weapon can pretend it's double-handed. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. That that's fine. We can do that. Uh, so nice to hear you were doing that. Not WYSIWYG. Uh, okay. So then, so like, I mean, because that's kind of a thing now, right? Especially with like, like, I, I don't want to go into it too much. Sure, it's a an ex- it's a um, a very expensive hobby, and it's a hobby no one has to play unless you're like super neurodivergent and you're like brain rotted into obsessing and thinking about it all I, night every I, night I like I, I am. To play. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, you don't have to play, but we both have to play. I'm not even sure I enjoy it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I go to, I woke up in the shower this morning. I was like, yeah, the way I'll get ten pink horrors in my list will be. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm like, I got out of the shower. I was like, stop thinking about it. I, like, I literally didn't sleep last night. Yes, because I was like, how could I have won that game? <laughs> yes. Right, so you don't have to play, of course, but I don't, so but the point is though is the GW miniatures are obviously like getting pricier and pricier, as is life. A wee you know, bit expensive. Uh, yeah, inflation is up. Like like we all have less expendable income at the minute. That's all. That's how so it should work. So much less. So much less. So like it makes sense that like three D printing becomes like I, I told you earlier. Like I really am not in a position where I think I can afford what any Warhammer armies. Some YouTuber the other day was like, "Lol, you're in the wrong hobby." I was like, "No, I just don't get anything for free." Yeah, like as much or get ten thousand pounds. By the way, feel free to donate ten thousand pounds and I'll play one army on stream um, an easy thing to do what? but uh, the 3d printing I think is gonna become more and more popular right because it the ease and access and also the the models oh right? yeah like some of the, the uh, 3d print models now are just nuts like yeah. I love all of the clay beast stuff yeah 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 <laughs> like his beasts of chaos stuff. I mean sorry his beasts of destruction and death or whatever they are are awesome yeah. and so much better yeah, they're just like better. his Jabba Slide. I mean, his monstrous, monster. monstrous Jabba Slith. Nailed it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just insane. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> I think uh, there was someone whose Patreon got shut down yesterday, actually, um, who did like a knockoff Bellacore, uh, but the title for it was uh, "The Universe's Ultimate Centrist." Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh well, a lot. You showed me last week. It was literally just Pelicor. It was just Pelicor, Fantastic. Yeah. So he, his Patreon should have been shut down. That was fair. Uh, right, anyway. Okay. So um, ignoring that, so all official models. Okay. Now, I have a thought about the meta going in. Uh, was there a pack? I think so. Oh, you didn't read it. Perfect. Classic Warhammer player. Um, uh, was it lists on the day? Uh, yes, but I submitted mine last week. That's pretty weird, lists on the day, right? Yeah, I think you, I think you might have had to do it the day before. Well, uh, again, I didn't read the pack, <laughs> so I just submitted a list and rocked up. Okay. And good. then was also late because I didn't know the round times. All right, nice. So, All right, perfect. Yeah. Uh, hey, Pershaw, look after yourself. Lovely to see you. Um, uh, hello to Nasja Return. So happy to catch my favorite Battletech channel live. No problem. Uh, yes. I saw a box of Battletech at the weekend, yeah? actually. Yeah. I didn't buy it. I asked the guy what? at the store. I asked the guy at the store. I was like, can I hold this for a joke? And he went, no. I was like, rude. He definitely knew who you were. I was like, can't wait to cancel that guy as well. I made eight sock puppet counts about him immediately. Um, <laughs> Only eight? <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's a side joke. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, so the pack, like, was there anything? Because actually there was an interesting thing uh, that occurred. There was actually some 
house FAQ rules that were on the... Was there? Yeah, so you couldn't... Uh, the, yeah, there was a couple of tweet pictures. People saw them. So you couldn't um, own... Uh, let me try and get them up. You couldn't own more... Let me While I find them, uh, what was the organization like? Tell me about that bit. Was it on um, BCP? Like, how did it work? Yeah, so it was on uh, BCP. Uh, so that was pretty easy to use. I'm I'm not a fan of BCP, but I think it's the best one out there at the moment, like mm. tournament software-wise. Um, so it was pretty easy to use. Like you submitted your own scores. Um, so once you finish your game, you didn't have to go up to the TO. You just literally put your own score in. Um, they were pretty quick with chasing results as well. Okay. So like if someone was a little bit late, they were very fast at chasing their results. Um, the table organization was great. Like you knew exactly where you were going when you need to be there. Um, I like how they've got the big projectors. So, yeah. Like you've got the round time and how long the, you've got left of the round really visible. Yeah. So like it means that people can be like, oh mate, you just need to, can you, we just be conscious of the time? Yes. Without being, you know, you need to hurry up because we've only got five minutes left and you didn't realize. So that was pretty good. So like, I don't think I went over in any of my games. I think we fin I finished pretty much every game with about an hour to a half to spare. That's fantastic. So. We've seen three hour rounds. Uh, two hours 45. Oh, perfect, I yeah. just played my turns in yeah, like so two look, seconds. There were some event rulings. Uh, objectives and terrain. Is terrain an objective? No. Uh, really? Can you, yeah. Can you control terrain and an objective with the same unit? No. I assume this is all the desecrate lands. I uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's an event ruling just on kind of like the whole event. Uh, can you control terrain and objective with the same unit? No. Do expert conquerors count as three for controlling terrain? Yes. And can you control terrain on the first turn? You can... Control objectives, yes. What upsets me, like, and just very quickly, is obviously at Warhammer World, yeah, they have access to the, the, the studio. So I'm sure that this is like, these are, like, this is basically an FAQ. Okay, yeah. Right? Frequently answered questions. So why yeah, isn't yeah. that just online for everyone else available as well at the same time? But Maybe it only came up in that day and then, then it got announced that day and maybe it will be. Yeah, maybe. So maybe. there, Jog, look after yourself. Um, uh, hello, Nick Lamborn in the chat, by the way. Uh, that's so nice. And also, thanks to Father Son Gaming AOS, just finished printing the entire Sons of Behemoth army from Rother, then he smashed me with it. Uh, Legion don't like Sons, <laughs> but they don't like me. <laughs> that's so funny. I printed you an army, then you beat me. Pretty rough. Hilarious. Yeah. Here's a new army. Please yeah. don't win. Yeah. <laughs> don't hurt me. Yeah. Uh, could it be a test run? I guess it's also a great opportunity yeah. for them to test rules out, Why right? Not, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Why not do it at a GT? Yeah, yeah, that's where you test rules. Yeah, <laughs> test them. Yeah, like um, uh, the, apparently the FAQ page is Dante, so perhaps an update. Ooh. Nice spicy content for the spicy content god. Right. Okay. So um, uh, you went to the event. Uh, what was your list? This is the important element because that actually there's a lot to take in there because the, the infamous cockatrice's list. It was, it was at yeah. this point. It is infamous. Yeah, know. I've officially been netlisted. You've been netlisted. I've been netlisted, so I've made it. Okay, perfect. Congratulations. I am a Warhammer hero now. Um, so I'm very proud of myself. Um, well, Is I've, that what so people who make netlists are? Heroes? Yes. Okay. I think they're just the first to read a book, but okay. Has anyone else done the Cockatrice book? Armies? That's true. How long has it been out for? That's true. That's oh, true. a long time. Okay. Have you read the book ever? No. Just read the, this War Scrolls. Just, by, by I saw one War Scroll and went, woohoo! <laughs> you know the funniest part about uh, this weekend? Yeah. Didn't have any of my GHBs or books. <laughs> Docking points, Steve. <laughs> Docking points if you're listening. Kick him out. Like, kick him out. Um, anyway. Hashtag Wahapedia. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just check this on the app. I just feel like, oh, this is just on the app, mate. 
<laughs> Chrome. Chrome is the app I'm talking about. My whole GHB, all screenshots. <laughs> uh, I won't lie, I felt, felt like Robin Hood. Um, uh, hey Rob, did you visit University of Nottingham the weekend? I was playing some games there. Yes, I did, Mr. Westlander in the chat. Hello, you should have said hello. Oh, I did. I went to there was <laughs> there was a, there was a, what they called a historical war gamers um, board game event. Like you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Like whenever you go in, you're like you're all eight thousand years old. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I so go and I get scared. Oh, I was playing uh, with the two fat lardies. Oh, nice. Okay, big shout out. Big love. Uh, okay, so yeah, you took cockatrices. I did. I took, uh, so the list was uh, all herd subfaction uh, with a Dragon Ogre Shagoth, a Great Bray Shaman, Bellacor, who's amazing in the meta at the moment. So if you can fit Bellacor in, take him. Uh. Uh, six Dragon Ogres in one unit because of the four plus rally, uh, and they're cheap as anything. Like, ridiculously underpriced. Who's the cockatrices? Uh, no, the uh, dragon ogres. Oh, yeah. 125 points for 15, 15 wounds. wounds. Lol. Every day of the week. Absolute lols. Um, and then I had two units of 10 ungor, and then one... 10 cockatrices. 10, 10 cockatrices. And geminids, which, yeah. again, I didn't cast the whole weekend because I forgot about it in three games. So your army actually plays really interestingly. Like, I played against it. Um, and I think, uh, uh, thank you to Birdie DJ in the chat. Just watch my Seraphon. Uh, there's a, there's a, I put my very first battle report online. You go check it out. It's called Tabletop in 10 Minutes. Hashtag tit. Hashtag. Are you telling me, Rob? That you spent five days editing your video down so it's a succinct and well-delivered piece of information on each Sigma tournament so you could say hashtag tit at the end. Yes. No. Right. No? Yes. yes. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, look at yourself a relevant prime. Okay, so um, uh, you went to the event. Uh, we should talk about some little quick elements. Uh, more specifically, um, table height. Horrific. Okay. Way too low. And I'm not that tall. So. Way, too, way too low, not that all. Like, I haven't been there in a good long time, but I seem to feel, like, as a six-foot lad, that they're knee height. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like, when the stalls are literally this big, yeah, the tables are too short. Yeah, <laughs> the stalls are so funny. <laughs> it made funny. me feel tall, though. <laughs> so, like, that was a good confidence boost. Like, I come to this venue, and I'm like, oh, no, I can't reach the table. Oh no. So then, okay, so then uh, what's next? Uh, so table heights. We've talked about organisation, that was good. Scenery? Were there any scenery rules? Uh, there was actually. Oh what? Yeah, so they, um, they put all the scenery out, which is all official GW stuff, obviously. Of course, of course. Of course. Um, which some of it's actually really nice and they've like converted it up so it looks even better than the actual official stuff. Um, but against, on your, where it has your table number, on like the other side of that bit of paper, it's got a picture of every piece of terrain okay. and a rule next to it of what it is. And what it does. So, like, it had imp well, yeah, it was impassable terrain, there was wild woods, they had garrisons. Okay. Like, so that was really good. Um, and it was really clear to what things were as well. Yeah, really good. Like, I was not expecting, like, Thanks for listening the level to the show, of detail. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, but it, it was great. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, two impassable, two wild woods, two garrisons. Yeah. Are you, are you an influencer? <laughs> Did you do an influence? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I might cry. You should. Oh, that's so nice. For a man that's very barely let into the place. Yeah. That's great news. You own the place. 
<laughs> Rent free, baby. Uh, so, okay. Well, that's amazing. Okay. No, number one, really that's fantastic. Good. Whether or not you came up with themselves, yeah, you listened to some other show, or it was just like an independently created like set of rules, like that's really good to see the actual uh, company leading from the front. And again, as always, a huge shout out to Steve, leading from the front and saying, look, you should put some terrain rules on bits yeah, of terrain. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic stuff. I loved stuff. it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, like, just ha like playing terrain is really nice. Oh yeah, like, it actually makes it impactful. Yeah. So right. yeah. Yeah, good. And nice that they like it was like just two of each on every table. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, super easy as well. All right, good. Okay. Um. Uh. How was? Okay. Now this is now everyone in the US and Australia is about to like fucking chuck all their little balls off at us. Okay. How was the heat? So England doesn't have aircon, and we were not because all of this, all of the people in the governments were like, climate change isn't real. Yeah. I, uh, and it seems really real today. I, d I don't really want to talk about the heat. Um, so you walk in, right? You yeah. go into like the main reception area. Downstairs. Yeah. And that's aircon. And I was like, oh my God, is this, is this an aircon? <laughs> is, is, this, is this an aircon? And I was like, I am cool. <laughs> okay. You walk up the stairs into the shop. Yeah. And I was like, it's still fairly cool. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. You walk into the venue and you're like, oh my God, where is this aircon gone? <laughs> and it was a thousand degrees and I wanted to kill myself a little bit. Um, especially on day two when I'd had a, a couple of beverages that mm -hmm. night. A few. A few. I wasn't feeling my best self on the Sunday morning. That's fair. Walking into that venue, I thought I was going to die. Um, and I had to keep leaving my opponent. I had to be like, I need to go. Because yeah. the restaurant is also air-conned. And my table was just literally next to the doors to it. So I'd be like, I need a break. I'd just leave, go into the restaurant for two minutes and be like, oh my god. Come back in and be like, oh wait, maybe changing the temperature about five times. Yeah, like, yeah, from, that's got, that can't be good for you. At least that's what my nan told me. Like, going from cold to hot, hot to cold, hot to cold. Like, that... Especially that when I can't regulate my temperature because I was... Definitely under the influence not still of tiredness, some yes. kind of influence yeah. of anything at uh, that point. Yeah, was it how like like I hate bringing this up. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to ask about the smell because I hate Wait, bringing no, that up. Like that's fine because I stank. <laughs> <laughs> like I was disgusting. <laughs> All right, fine. And like I would fine. consider myself fairly hygienic. Yeah. And if I couldn't control it, the real question. Whole, for, the real question. Hello. The real question from me is. Yeah, is how whiny was Richie? <laughs> never, never, again, never, never again, never again, never again. Anyway. I'm being real with you here, Rob. <laughs> Rob, I'm being dead real now. This is a real wake up call for me. Uh, I fucking love that guy. We were out. Oh, all right, Richie. <laughs> How's it going, mate? Anyway, um, okay, so uh, final bit hand dryers, toilets. Uh, fine. Fine, like, fine, fine, isn't it? Fine. You know, I almost got disqualified. Who? Why? What did I do? Uh, under this condition, I know you could... No, I, you almost got disqualified. Was it because I was late? Wait, you almost got disqualified. What for? Being late or drunk? I, I, I don't know. I'm really curious now. That's fine. And I can't wait That's to find fine. out. At least you know what your weapon profiles do. Uh, and then... <laughs> anyway. Uh, right, okay. So, uh, so okay. Just talk to me through the event. Who did you play? How'd it go? Because you went 4-1, which is like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. To blow the lead, which is pretty amazing. And also kind of like... Because you played it a lot now. Like, I think your army actually plays pretty uniquely. 
Yeah, and I think actually there's some real good lessons to learn competitively. You're the best piece of chaos player in the world at the moment. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's too fair. It's probably because I've done four events already. Yes. Like, that so I don't want to like give it six months. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll see how I'm doing. Um, but my question to you is, is like, 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 who did you play and how did it play? And can you tell okay. us like how your army played during those games, sort of thing? Okay. Uh, first game I played against uh, a Stormcast Eternals army. Um, and I played a guy who, it, uh, trying uh, not to sound mean. Right. Uh, oh yeah. Was what was the meta had... like? I didn't ask about that. What was the meta like? Let me let me say this: the Warhammer World meta. It's the easiest place to go four one five zero that you could ever go. Like, like, no disrespect. Yeah, because it's full of like people who are like. I've been into Games Workshop games since I were a lad, and I've painted myself some fellas. Not that that's anyone that you played, but generally everyone who I've played there, including some plucky viewers. There yeah. were a fair, there was a few good players. Yeah, like, there were some good players. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I think I had two hard games out of the five. Out of five. Yeah, I mean that's actually like pretty bang on. I think what we what we're really talking about is when you go to like a tournament. Like pretty much, if you're a casual player, you can't really expect to be. Like a super, like how many you've done? Like twenty tournament games in like a month? Yeah, okay. yeah. I've been to four tournaments since uh, the new JHB. <laughs> Rob, you played. Wow, Rob, Rob, you played me there. You can't. <laughs> You're not one of them, Rob. Obviously not you. He's okay. talking specifically about you. <laughs> Obviously not you. Right? Okay. Uh, also, uh, Rob, by the way, was at an event this weekend, and he said it was so hot where he was playing, he just went outside and threw a bucket of water over his head and continued to play. I personally don't think we should be playing, like, war games in those conditions. <gasps> we could have had a wet t-shirt comp competition. That is not going to go I would well. have won. <laughs> like, I definitely could have won that. Oh, I don't know. Ray was there. Ray's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Ray's gorgeous. Ray. Ray is hot. I vote Ray. Yeah, I vote Ray too. Uh, anyway, okay, please continue. So game one, played Stormcast, and the guy, it was definitely, he basically said to me, this is an army I have painted. Yeah. Right, like, you know, he, it was painting amazingly. It was an okay list. Like, he had a Prime. Um, he had some Indictors. Um, but then he had two Celestar Ballistas, which I don't think I've seen in about three years. Yeah. Uh, and Wait, he had two Celestar, what? Oh, boy. Uh, and the connoisseurs pick nine vanqu vanquishers. Is it, is it what are the they? crossbow guys? The new cross crossbow lads? What? They're a new crossbow. What? Vanquishers? No, not long strikes. Judicates? No. What? The other ones? They're on what? I've never seen them before. They um, just crossbowmen. They just got crossbows. I think that's not a unit. You're talking about castigators? No, no, castigators are ghostly vigilers. That's also not a unit, is it? Honestly, at this point, I, you could say something and it's probably a Stormcast unit. <laughs> like anything. <laughs> like the guy at the restaurant last night. How much do you want to pay? Three pounds. All right, perfect. Thanks, Thanks for your paying your bill. Um, anyway, <laughs> carry on. Let's not talk about my thievery. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, so, yeah, I played, um, uh, I played this guy. Um, the thing is, his list was actually really good against me. Mm. Because it's all rend one shooting at least. And okay, my army good. only has a six plus save. Okay, nice. So I was like, oh baby. But then um, it was Prize of Gallic. So the mission where it's five objectives on the board. And you have to, if you go second, you can activate one. Featuring in a handy battle report you can see on the Ormus Wargamer. 
uh, which was a uh, a very good mission for me mm -hmm. um, because I can control the board space really well because the cockatrices are monsters. They all count as five. Right, time to talk about how, like how your army plays because actually this is really, really, really interesting. Maybe slightly unique to the Beast of Chaos and the Cockatrice build. Okay. Because so they're all monsters, right? And you've yep. got ten of them. Yep. So effectively, you've got fifty wounds. Well, fifty points worth of yep. objective scoring in your army. Uh, that's not including Bellacor and the Shagoth, who are also monsters. Okay, so, so 60. 60. So and 60. the Dragon Ogre's visual count is 2. That's another 12, so it's 72. Okay, alright, so perfect. So, like, if I was to just run, like, if I was just to run 100 one-wound dudes, yep. yeah, then I've obviously got 100 points worth of scoring. To put it into c context, yeah, yeah. I can outscore Gargans. Yes, that which is, which is their main shtick, right? Yeah. They stand on an objective and they score, right? So, so what you do, effectively, is someone's got... Like, because you talked about this on the Monday show the other day, but we haven't had like the opportunity to really deep dive it. But what you would do is, like, you didn't kill much. I so, um, so la two weeks ago, I was at uh, the Shropshire GT, and in five games, I had less than two thousand kill points. Okay, per out of ten thousand. Out of ten thousand. Out of ten thousand. Uh, in one game, I only killed one hundred and twenty-five points. Okay, amazing. Um, so, and that, basically, that's the same story as this weekend. Yeah. Um, because my army, yes, I like the potential output is stupid, mm. right? Because cockatrice is on a four plus, they do d six mortal wounds. So I've got a potential of sixty mortal wounds. Okay. Usually about four. <laughs> okay. So like, but obviously uh, you're, I, all, you're all like Sean from the USA, Duke Doctor. He's always like, I've got six dragons. And you're like, how many mortal wounds do they do? And they're like, sometimes Rob. Yeah, like, I'm like, <laughs> but when I get like four, I'm like, oh baby, here we go. Um, so the potential is really good, um, but it actually doesn't do any real damage because they can't go into combat because they'll just die. Yep. Um, so essentially, what you do is your opponent puts X amount of models on the objective, and all you do is you move enough cockatrices on to take it off them. Perfect. And then hope you don't die. Nice. Now, because they're single units and they all have eight wounds, your opponent's then got to be thinking the math of how to kill enough, and usually they either over or undercommit. Right, yeah. And because like, if someone's built themselves a big Death Star, yep. sure, they can absolutely kill two cockatrices on an objective, yep. but then they're over there on that objective, yep. away from the other eight that you've got, yep. plus the Dragon Ogres, plus everything else you've got. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, like, you can really, um, you can basically take an objective without costing yourself anything okay that's so like let's say someone's like so i played six storm fiends like six storm fiends is like 500 and something points like nearly 600 points yeah right and i needed two cockatrices and two dragon ogres on the objective to take it off him yes and that was it wow like, that's all i had to do i didn't have to engage him i didn't have to do any damage you just take the objectives um, and let's say, because the cockatrice is a 12-inch move, in some missions where people have only put, say, five models on the objective, or even, like, sometimes even just one model clipping it, I can just move one cockatrice and say, that's mine now. Yeah, And, and then, I've now uh, scored more. And then they have to commit, like... Because, like, if you've got, like, ten, I don't know, like, ten free guild halberders, not that anyone fucking has them, but, like, let's say you've got ten dudes, mm -hmm. like... They probably don't do eight wounds, no. like your little ten-man unit. So now you're committing. You're not committing your support piece wizard. You're not committing your general probably, like unless it's like because then you've got like some real gross overestimation, right? Like if you let's take some like classic lists. If you've got like Marathi and the Bow Snakes, sure Marathi will kill one. Yep. Like or, and if she can get into more, but you'll try and make it so but she can she, only. She, so the way I play it, she will never get into more than one or two. Yeah. Um, because you screen with two to protect four. Yeah. So like. It's all, it's all about that trading game. 
Yeah, okay. So, like, I will, you know, send one out to block the board space, or that's why I've got the 20 Ungor, or, yes, you've killed 10 Cockatrices, but, hey, buddy, I've got 30 summoning points. Yeah. Yeah, okay, interesting. Oh, shout out to Darren who's in the chat. So I'm going to be in uh, Canada next weekend. Well, nice. the weekend, this weekend coming, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, At Capital City Bloodbath. There is an Age Sigmar event that's there as well. So uh, if you, I think there might still be tickets. So if you get the opportunity to go to Ottawa, if you're Canadian and you want to go uh, there, but there's also going to be, we're going to be doing 40K coverage this weekend. Now I know like everyone listening to Age of Sigmar Stat Center, by the way, is probably not going to be interested in 40K, but I've got probably the greatest crew ever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we've got Pete the Falcon's going to be doing uh, actual table commentary with me. And imagine he's kind of like the the me and you, yeah, of 40k, but he's smarter than both of us. Like, yeah, that's that, no that man is like, yeah, I've seen, I've seen smart. a uh, adjacent. <laughs> yeah. And then in the field, we've got Mr. Val Heffelfinger, yeah, who's just like liquid. He's kind of like the OJ of 40k. Yes. Yeah. So he's just going to be smoothing along, asking questions. Yeah, big, and then we got a big, then we got a big production crew. We got Tom uh, and a bunch of other guys. So like, actually, uh, and then Darren, who runs the event, is just fantastic. So like, it's gonna be mint, mint, yeah. And he's also on the show tomorrow. Sweet. Also on the show tomorrow. So how exciting! Yeah, yeah. I just thought I'd mention it. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. Uh, yeah, like you just like see cockatrices. They just like trade really well, um, and like they're really hard for opponents to deal with because yeah. I've got eighty cockatrices. And then they've got also think about the summoning. Because the summoning is like the key mechanic. So I think a lot of beast players, when they have their summoning, they get very excited. Mm. They're like, oh my god, I can summon three enlightened. But that's seven points of your summoning. Whereas three ungor or ten ungor is three points. So I'd rather just have bodies than damage. Because bodies get objectives, damage doesn't. Okay. So like, um, if I've got, let's say in, I can, generally I don't spend any summoning until turn five. And at that point, I've got 20 to 30 summoning points, okay. usually. And that's either a Chimera and 30 Ungor, or it's, you know, six Cockatrices, or, you know, if I'd really want 100 Ungor. Yeah, so just to, to, to like, with summoning in Age Sigmar, most of the modern books, you can only summon a single unit per turn, per phase. Yeah, but with the Beast of Chaos, you can summon multiple units, and that's quite cheap because they gave him an update yeah. in the White Dwarf, so you can generate more summoning uh, points. You generate so many so quickly. Yeah. Um, like, um, but I take the grand strategy, which is take what's theirs. You have more units in your opponent's territory than they do. Oh, so there's a super cute trick with this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't say on the grand strategy starting army. Yes. So it just says have more units in their territory than they have. And this and is at the end of the battle. Yeah, yeah, end of the battle that you score three additional points. Now, three points in the game right now is nuts. Like, most games that I've played come down to about three or four points. Yeah, so, like, uh, Adam's right. I think that, like, right now, Age Sigmar, like, if you drop any points, you're in some real trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and because I generally know that I'm going to drop one battle tactic during the game, because I find the killing battle tactics too tricky, Yeah. Um, I know that I need my grand strategy to, you know counteract the fact that I've um, to counteract that I failed a battle tactic yeah because obviously two points versus three points that's a one point I'll get one point more essentially yeah and if I can stop my opponent's battle tactic as well I'm probably gonna do quite well so you're effectively gaining three points yeah and they're losing three points so it's a six point swing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but so in the turn five I can essentially guarantee my battle tactic and if they've got a battle tactic, which is something like take what's theirs, I could also summon in their half and my half, stop theirs and get Grand mine. Grand strategy, you mean? Grand yeah, strategy, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so there's lots of like cute little plays that you do with summoning in that turn five. And for the stats nerds at home, take what's theirs as a grand strategy is currently the most picked 26% it's of the time. Literally, pr it's probably the easiest one. It's probably it definitely is the easiest one. Like it seems like a no-brainer. So like what's clever is is you built a list to play into the current meta as is, but also to deny three points for your opponent at the yeah. end of the game, which is pretty interesting because I bet that they're thinking all the way through the game. Oh, like I've still got turn four. They're like I've still got those units. Yep. I'm going to outscore so you can either bring it on. So like, do you do you always try and get both? You'll be like, okay, three points for me and then deny you three points. Yeah, 100%. Like, okay, yeah, because so like, usually at the end of the game, I've got like four models left mm -hmm. and they're like, haha, I've tabled you. And I'm like, seen how many summoning points I've got. Yeah. I have a new army. Like, I'm ready. Like, But again, you're not trying to kill them. You're yeah. trying to, okay. That's yeah, it. So See, because I think that's actually a fascinating. Like, when I played against it, I was like, ah, wow, this is amazing. Because, like, again, like, like we talked a little bit earlier, like, offline, like, my Zinch army isn't super good at holding objectives. Um, the, uh, my follow up question is um, with this army, like, do you think this is unique? Do you think any other army can play the same way? Do you think? Or is, um, it, is it just because cause they're all monsters, right? Which is super unique. I don't yeah. think there's anything else that can have multiple monsters. No, I think that, it's, that it's a fairly unique army like yeah. i don't think many other armies can do it that well um and but it gives you an idea of how i think the game should be played at the moment i think you don't really need to worry about killing things especially when people are taking all these death star units like you're seeing like nine storm fiends 30 blade guys like people are investing big in one unit that does a lot of output so if you can negate that by taking lots of well msu units so lots of small units mm then you can um, sort of uh, negate their output and sort of just scoring objectives. Okay, so really good on the primary, which is like scoring objectives. Like, what about battle tactics? Like, does that become a problem? So battle tactics is tricky. Okay. Because um, I've got three in the book. I've got three that are fairly easy. So which is the, against the, core, the, odds. the core ones. Yeah, yeah. So against the odds, mega easy. Yeah. Uh, barge through enemy lines, super easy. Mm. Uh, I can usually do that one turn one or two. Desecrate lands, easiest battle tactic in the world because I can just summon a unit Amazing. onto one of their pieces of terrain. Yeah. Um, and then I've got two usually that I've got to kill um, things. Whereas this, uh, the Warhammer World event was the first one that I could use my... Um, book battle tactics. Book battle tactics. Yeah. And I forgot and kept doing my, the core rules. I've played three tournaments now where I haven't been able to do book tactics. Mm -hmm. So like, I th then went, oh wait, I've got one that I take an objective with a summoned unit. <laughs> wow. Difficult. Okay. Difficult. So that one like gave me four pretty easy battle tactics, which then I can usually say to myself, I'm going to fail one because a kill battle tactic for me is really tricky to achieve yes because i have to either go for an eye for an eye which i've always got because someone's always killed one of my units Fair. every time yeah um or the gaining momentum yep. which is the pick one unit kill it and um hold more objectives which i'm gonna have more objectives than you yeah of course so like but the, those two they're kill ones which is quite tricky for me because i can never i don't have one of those units that can go i can guarantee i kill that yeah of course so you know i, I usually drop two points Okay, interesting. I think over the five games this weekend, I dropped six or seven battle tactics. Which is, uh, okay, which is quite a bit. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. a little bit more than one per game. Yeah. Okay. I think, it won, I, I think in two games, I got two battle tactics. That's, that's quite interesting. So, so one you, was my own are you fault, always like. keeping an eye on the points? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to literally like have, you have to know that you can outscore them on the primary enough to not need your battle tactic. Mm. So like if I'm scoring more and they're only scoring one, I'm getting that two points back. 
Okay, we had a couple of questions in the chat, if you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you are a, an influencer now. I am. The cockatrice I am. Uh, the how best. do you deal with something like Mega Kill or Fire Slayers, Giant Death Ball, or stuff, uh, the Lurkers Below, or Realmstone Cache? Seems like the scenarios with low numbers of objectives just struggle with Death Balls. Um, so Fire like, by the way, can we just talk about Death Balls over Death Stars? Great name. It is death Ball funny, sounds but... friendlier. It does. I just like Death Star. Yeah, yeah, Death Star. Like, death Star is the kind of classic gaming terminology. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, Fire Slayers is pretty easy. They're so slow, um, and I can just screen them out. And it's rubbish like, book. And yeah, like they're not very good. Um, so Fire Slayers is mega easy. Um, it's one of the reasons I've got Bellacore in the list because I can just so I can screen out a unit once they or tag them with Dragon Ogres. Once they're out, they get Bellacored. Yeah. So I can essentially shut a unit down for three turns. Perfect. Which like most people would have like um, when you use Bellacore, it's usually one turn, right? Yeah. But because of the way my army plays, I can literally shut one of your units down for about three to four turns. Which is insane. Like it's just stupid. No one should be able to do that. Agreed. Um so like I played um Ah, uh, who's I played? I played an Idenf player. Yeah. And uh, he had the Incarnate and it didn't do anything for three turns. Because you just use Bellacore. Yeah. Well we talked about this already, right? Bellacore stonks on the rise uh, like more and more. So good. Yeah, so good. So good. Like I mean there's always been good. Um there's another question is uh, what is the kind of nightmare couple of lists for you that's out there? Or like um, cookie cutters that really Magikin is pretty tricky. But only the flies. The fly list where I played that. Best list in the game at the moment, in my opinion. Best played list in Age of Sigmar. And it was, it's just got enough rend and speed to be able to stop me. And because it flies, it can get over my screens. Yeah. So, like, that was pretty tricky. Um, I think if I played better, I could have done quite well. Mm -hmm. um, any shooting list that has rend is quite tricky, but also manageable because yep. I can sort of deal with it with the summoning. So, like, that's not too bad. Um, but I think, um, yeah, the worst is Maggotkin. Fox Spam, I, I was very hard, but I did manage to beat it um, by one point, uh, which was good. Congratulations. Um, and obviously, the Fox list is pretty hard, right? Very hard, um, yeah. So, and they're at a 50% win rate at the minute. Like, like yeah. Lumineth never went away as a powerhouse. But the army. thing with, like, Lumineth and the Foxes, Foxes only count as two. Yeah. I count as five with one guy. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. can be as fast as they want, they can kill as much as they want, but I still outscore them. Mm. So, you know, like, it's fine. Like, when I played the Lumineth Foxes, I killed, like, 300 points. I killed, like, 10 Wardens and the Law Seeker, and that was it. Yeah. And yeah. They, they were like, I've still got 30 Sentinels. I was like, fine. That's <laughs> fine, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, uh, I, I kind of agree with you. This is kind of, like, at the time of recording, we, we had a little chat in the coffee shop this morning. Um, I think Fly is currently uh, probably the best. Oh, it's I interesting. We, we, and we looked at the stats before we came online as well, right? They were at 1.10% of the mayor. They're now, yeah, like, yeah. four and a half. Well, they were, like, nine and a half. And they're now four and a half. And their win rate was massive. And I just don't see how they've got worse. I don't think they've got Can worse. Can we, like, not talk about it so no one hears? <laughs> yeah, we are. Right, we'll I just, like that it's only four and a half percent. Yeah, we'll shut up. I hate flies. It's the worst. But like, it's, but like, just being able to pre-game move the eight, move another eight, charge, win. Well, we also saw Emma Mangles at Worlds. Like again, we talked about it. Like Seraphon, fifty-six percent win rate. How do you beat Seraphon? Like we literally saw Emma do it. Yeah, like at Worlds, we just saw her just throw all the flies in. Yeah, yeah, and just win at Worlds. And like genuinely, Seraphon had one of the best output in the game. Yeah, or at least like like they're, like they're able to like remove themselves from that. But like they just couldn't get out of it. Yeah, like, it is, Seraphon can't get out. Yeah. Oh no. I think people. I think people are right. I think the reason we're not seeing it is it's boring. But then, like, it's a tournament, right? Aren't you there to win? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Like, I, maybe everyone's just got, like, I like, like, Age Sumer at the minute seems very cavalier in this building, and you're a good example of that, right? So, like, with loads of opportunities, maybe people just like, maybe I don't need to. But, but it's, it's like a new JHP, isn't it? Where everyone wants to be a hipster for the first few weeks, don't they? Yeah, they do. That's true. Everyone wants to be like a super cool hipster. Yeah, uh, you're right. Like, and maybe and then they start losing, and then they go, maybe I'll just netlist. <laughs> maybe I'll just get some flies. Uh, question mark. Uh, getting the models in uh, in Australia is super hard at the minute. Yeah, I mean that's something we, like we talked about at the top of the show. But obviously, the other thing I was going to talk about with 3D printing is we also have like distribution issues, right? Yeah. That, that's kind of key as well. We just saw go live today. Um, the incarnate no longer sold in the 135 pound box. Danger, danger, danger! Game, danger! Players of the game, uh, and is now available in just a um, uh, like it's single box on its own, and it's like 35 pounds. So if you buy it from like, uh, thanks to Owen for resubscribing. If you um, if you buy it from uh, like a third party retailer, it's like it's going to be close to 25 quid, right? Danger, straight danger zone. Although I have to say, um, I've played like six or seven incarnates now in tournaments. Yeah. It's actually fine. Bearing in mind my entire list is monsters. I think, what's it, I, like, think, I think it's one of those really unique things, and I'm one of these people who doesn't really often say this very much. Because the argument that like like Master of Magic Arcane Tome is such a it's such a like it's, it's such a full statement, like, oh it makes the worse armies better. Like, but it makes the good armies better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so like it's always silly. However, with the Incarnate, I think it doesn't necessarily make the better armies better because you're spending so many points yeah. like on your overlapping allegiance abilities. And I think it might be one of those things that genuinely does bring a poorer performing army up, potentially. Well, like Celestialist recently, uh, right? They've all been taking Incarnates. Of course. And doing fairly well. Yeah. KO, they've been taking Incarnates, doing all right. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know. They're fine. You just got to know how to play against one. Like when the first time you play it, it's the worst experience ever. Like well, the first time I played it, I was like, I hate this. Mm. Um, but then like being able, like after playing it quite a few times, it's become manageable. It's irritating. It's but it's just irritating. one of those like problems that like have to just deal with. Yeah. Like yeah, it is. It is. And and I think it's like yeah, I'm with you. Like I, I th like I I think every time I've used it, I've used it badly. Yeah. So there's that as well. Because I like playing like uh, around it and like uh, using the 10 inch Rebox charge bubble that it's got yeah. for Miami. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. And tagging things that are in that, the 10 inch bubble so that they can't retreat either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's affecting the game at the minute. I'm not really, sh I don't know. I don't know how like, I, like, we did that show, didn't we? Like the other week where it was like where the game is at right now. And I think it's just in a great place, which I think is like genuinely like I, I, I've had. If I'm able to say I don't know, I think the game's in a great place. My last four events that I've been to, I had like one bad experience game. Yeah. And that was it. Like because most of the armies I've been able to play against, I've been able to deal with. It's more as long as you pick the right missions for your event, people will have a great time and it will be fairly even. Missions is difficult. Were there any spicy missions? Um, they played the instant win mission this weekend, um, which if you know the mission, you will win every time. Mm -hmm. um, so I've not lost that mission yet. I've, there's some cheeky tricks that you can do with it. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty easy, and my army's quite good on it because, again, like I said, I'm fantastic at taking um, taking objectives. So I've got no issues with actually, you know, sorting it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like. In that mission, you can't um, you can't take any objectives turn one. Yes. Um, so if you 
win the priority into two, always give it away. No matter what, even if you're just about to get smashed by a double turn, mm. give that turn away and make sure you set up to be doubled, if that's the case, right? Because if you give the turn away, you can make their home on the proving ground. And if they've got no Galician veterans, they cannot take it, which means now they cannot win till turn five. Nice. Right? And you can take your home objectives in their turn two. So then in your turn two, you can then take the middle objective. Love that. And if you win the priority into turn three, you auto win. Because you then take their one. Love that as well. Whereas they can't do anything till turn five. Because if you make theirs the proving ground, they can't take it. They can't take it in turn two. They can't take it in your turn two. So then they have to wait till turn three to take it. Then they have to wait till either turn that turn three or turn four to take the middle objective. And then they can't take the final one till turn five. Amazing. Amazing stuff. So just by giving that priority away, you either give yourself an out until turn five mm. or you win the game turn three. Amazing. So, yeah. Love that. It's clever. And I the really funniest like one is when you bait your opponent. So I, I was, uh, when I played it uh, this weekend, I tried to bait my opponent with the double turn. Mm -hmm. I was like, if you win the turn, you're going to be so tempted to take the turn because you're going to smash my whole army off. But I knew that I had summoning to do. I had tricks that I could still survive because I only needed like six models. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I didn't need anything. Yeah. And people get, the fun thing about the cockatrice list is it's like, it's so killable. Your opponent's like, I'm killing so much. And I'm like, yeah, you are buddy. Good you, job. You're having a great <laughs> like, time. Well done. You do you bro. Yeah. Um, and I was like, if he, if he won the priority, I think he would have taken it to just come in and smash. Mm. But in turn one, I tagged the incarnate. I'd screened out fairly well, but he still would have had the output to be able to kill like eight cockatrices. Amazing. Amazing. But it wouldn't matter because I'd still have my home one. I'd then be able to take the middle one. And then turn three, I'd be able to take his one. Okay, that's super clever. That's super clever. I love that. Because I think some people aren't going to see that necessarily. Uh, they're not going to understand it. And I think that's where, again, that experience comes in. Uh, just talking about the results. Um, so, uh, like, we're going to do that on the stat center later. But a little interesting side note. Um, I saw this little thing. Uh, a best in bracket awards. Um, <laughs> this was great. This is great. I really like this. This is great. This is they should do this more uh, at events. This is a great idea for events. I think the only one I don't like is the, the zero five one. You are the best loser. <laughs> yeah. Zero five is the best award. I'm just gonna say it out right now. Uh, zero five is fantastic. Um, yeah, it's a cool idea. I'm glad they came up with it. This is good. I might use this in my tournaments. Yeah. I might. I might. I don't know. You think? I think. Trailblazers. Yeah. I, I might use it in these tournaments and I might award myself the 3-2 award. That's what, what? I might do. <laughs> After saying you drop? Only if I went 5 -0. No, that's not what you said Only at all. if I went 5-0. I'm the spare player. Only, oh, if I went, only if I went 5 -0. Um Okay. So best in bracket award, which is pretty funny. So if you guys don't know what a best in bracket award is, um, is like, because obviously, because oh, was it win rate differential? What? Like what was the what was the oh, win loss draw? Then the twenty eight system. Win rate differential. Fucking Steve's a ledge. Yeah. I love that guy. Steve's like this. Makes it was sense. really funny because um, so I was the so the instant win mission. I oh. was the very first person to finish. Yeah. Because I just literally just went boom boom boom. I win the game. Thank you very much. And then left. <laughs> right. I was done in like forty minutes. Okay. Um, and I walk over to Steve and I was like, "How are we scoring this mission?" He went, "Oh no," because oh. he had like he, he put the instant win mission and it always like hadn't thought about how to score it. Oh, right, really? Because it's quite a tr tricky one to score, right? Yeah. Because you don't get a differential. You, don't you just get, get a win. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, like, we had a, a good chat about it, actually. And it was like, do you just go um, 
Because you can either do one or two things. You can see the battle tactics and try and do a bit of a differential, mm -hmm. um, or you just go 20 0 for getting the major. Because mm -hmm. um, um, we had a chat, and like, actually, if you just give all the people that win the 20 0, it doesn't actually change anything. Yes. Like, through the, like, because the first two games will still have that differential. Mm. Um, so I basically went to him, I was like, just give people 20 points. Okay. Like, I, think, I think the 20 points that you maybe got the conversation about, which maybe you thought about differential, probably what he gave for the major win. Yeah. Versus a minor win. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because if you got a minor on that one, he gave both players 10 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, fantastic. Yeah, okay. But you still got a win in your um, first tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, I love that. I love that. So, like, I mean, it's an expensive ticket, but would you go again? Um, so, I would, but it's hard to justify £70. Like, I think it's probably worth the £70 ticket price. Probably. Because, I mean, you do get lunch, but Bugman's is also really expensive. So, like, it's it's a really expensive tournament. Yeah. And, like, for me personally, like, I can't justify that type of money. Uh -huh. Um. So I probably, I would go again if I had the income, but I don't. So probably not. Like it's not worth how much you end up spending. I mean, because it's a free space for them, right? Like they pay staff, but other than that, like, like it's a capture art. But like you would expect to be getting a lot back. Like, like when I went to Summer Slaughter, like not Worlds, obviously, all the prizes. Um, uh, but, <laughs> but Summer Slaughter, uh, like they was giving away like Crazy, like, but they got the venue for free. I'm pretty certain, but they were giving away crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. amounts of prizes. Well, it's just like, um, so like, uh, your two dayers, they're, they're fairly expensive, mm. right? What is like sixty quid? Sixty quid. Yeah, mm. like to me, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But you have a free bar because yeah. you put the drinks money in, in, the, ticket, in the ticket price. Right? So that I can be like, actually, realistically, that's like a thirty quid ticket at that point because I'm gonna drink. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, whereas like, uh, Warhammer World is seventy quid. And then I think I bought one round of drinks for like three people and it was nearly, it was over 20 pounds. The expensive pints? Yeah, like it was like six pound a pint or something stupid. No. It was like five pounds something. Um, and then I wanted like crazy. a couple of um, smaller drinks. Smaller drinks. Shorts. Shorts are yeah, the ones. as they call them. Um, and yeah, I bought four of those in a pint. It was like 24 quid. <whistles> yeah, yeah, I didn't buy anything after that. After that, I was like, hey, you're a really nice opponent. Do you want to buy me a drink? <laughs> you killed all my cockatrices. You owe me a drink. Or it's just like, you, you know when you can, you can play that nice guy? And be like, oh, my God, we had such a good game. And then they see you later. Do you want, to buy, do you want a drink? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I mean, the real question is, do they serve white claw? They did not. Well, then there are, well, there are laws there to was, stop the claws. There were too many laws. There were too many laws and not enough claws. That's the real I answer. Had, uh, I, uh, Owen, you'll be proud of me. I had 14 over there on Saturday. <laughs> I don't think I'm not proud of you. Like, <laughs> right, okay, so follow up. Um, the game at the moment, like, I, I, I'm like, Warhammer World's always a very soft meta, right? And, and, and by the way, if you're from Warhammer World or even thinking about going to Warhammer World, that isn't an indictment. That's actually a positive. Yeah, like, yeah. I, f I feel like if, you, if there was a bunch of like independent tournament sharks, going to Warhammer World to smash some babies. Like, that's just unnecessary. Like, I feel... <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you need to... Like, there needs to be, like... Like, when they go there, that should be, like, the best representation of the hobby. There should be some yeah, yeah. sweet armies. There should be some good sports. And it should be a good game. Like, right? for, for what it is, it's a good event. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know, you know exactly what you're saying. Like, yeah, but, yeah. like, you know... Yeah. Um, but, like, it's not a tournament for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I prefer to go to... 
one of yours or uh, some made in defendant then. Yeah, like yeah. that's just what i prefer yeah. i literally went to this one because i'm on my holidays and i had a weekend free and you were like let's go yeah um but like so my point is is like just thinking about the meta for now yeah as a regular tournament goer and best beast of chaos player and maybe maybe one of the top players in the uk at the moment uh, I think in the top 10 at least. Uh, what do you think uh, of the game at the moment? Like, what is, like, um, if people wanted to get into an army right now, what would you get? Um, and if... Uh, 10 cockatrices. <laughs> no, but seriously. No, it's actually what? a really hard list to play. So, like, if you do end up buying this list, mm. you need practice. Okay. Like, it's really difficult. Yeah. Like, uh, but, uh, no, I think the game is in the best place I've ever played it. Okay. Like I, so like I played Thunder Lizards at the weekend, and I wasn't going. Oh, for God's sake! Like, why am I here? Like, what is the point? Because you know when you used to get a Thunder Lizard matchup, and you're like, well, what's the point of me even being here? Yeah. Like I actually went into it. I was like, you know what? I've got play. I can do this. I can play the mission. I can do that. Um, most of the missions in the JHB are actually really good. Okay, good. Um, I prefer the fact that there's more score one, two more missions now. Okay, yeah. Um, because I didn't really like the old. Missions where it was like you scored points. Oh, no, I didn't like I that. Like, I love yeah, the just, one, two yeah, more. Just, just commit to that. Yeah, we're in that like, now. Let's go. I really, I love that. Yeah. Um, and I think the different, the subtle differences between the missions is massive. And I, I, yeah, I love the missions. I think they're great. There's a couple of bad ones, but who cares? Right, yeah. you're gonna have some bad missions. Um, but some armies play into those well. In my head, I, there are seven bad ones. <laughs> so to, to me, there's two. No, they're not, they're not bad. They just need FAQing or changing. Like, okay. like yeah, yeah. you know the one where you get like points for having Galician veterans? Just FAQ that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, d that doesn't need to be in there. Like, you know, there's just silly things like that. But then, for me, like, that's a good mission. Even though it's, like, ridiculous, it's a good mission as long as you take that into consideration. I yeah. don't like the, the, the fact you have to take it into consideration, yeah. but I still think it's a good mission. Yeah. Um, and then I quite like... I don't like the lurkers below. Not lurkers below. I love that one because I win. Uh, uh, the one that's the quarters. I don't like the quarters. But you can't mission. teleport. Yeah, I hate that mission. That wasn't. A, you weren't playing that this weekend. No, I didn't. I oh. didn't play that one this weekend. I just thought it was terrible. It is terrible. Like, I played it yeah, twice throw. now. Didn't enjoy it. Just throw that in the bin. Like, get it out. Yeah, yeah, throw that um, in Yeah. And I think, honestly, those are the only couple that I don't like. Okay, so the other, other than the cockatrice, so which army did you say people should pick up and play? Um, like, I think. Uh, Maggotkin flies. I mean, if you want to win, just take that. Maggotkin flies. Like, if you, you want to win, win, just play that. It's not hard to play. Just roll five pluses. Like, I mean, four pluses first. Yeah, four pluses, five pluses, win the game. Um, I think there's a couple of like cool Seraphon builds that are quite fun. You can do like Draco's Tail Salamanders. I mean, the Draco Tail Alpha is like like that's gonna be great. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I don't know why no one does that. Like it's like that's pure aggro. That's yeah. like sixty percent of the time you win every time. Yeah, yeah. Like that's like I mean, just taking dragons again. I don't know why they've dropped off. They're still great. Uh, maybe Purple Sun. Reduces rend is like the save is maybe like the issue. I yeah, don't but know. They're still great. They're still three, two, four, one. Yeah, that's true. Like you just you still just run forward, blame people off, charge them. Go home. Have like, a great time. Have a lovely time. <laughs> have a lovely time. Like, yeah, you know. That's true. Um, but honestly, I think one of the best armies in the game at the moment is Beast Chaos. Agreed. Like, I think Agreed. the just being able to, just the the summoning ability is just stupid. Unless like, people listen to me and actually, and actually take some horror gas in their list. Like, even horror gas is fairly, you can deal with it. It depends. Like yours is a very unique piece of chaos. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. the dragon ogres lose immediately as yeah. soon as as soon as there's a horror. But then on because the you have the amount that run away, mm. it doesn't actually make it too bad. Because yeah. even if you roll a three, I'm still losing one extra. 
count down with it, I think. Yeah, but then you add D3 with Horrorghast. Yeah, so, so but it, let's say, so if I can't Inspire in Presence, right, and let's say I lose, I roll to lose two, you add three, that's five, I only actually lose two. Which actually isn't too bad. No, but I'm still like, super happy you can't use Inspiring Presence and lose yeah, two Dragon yeah, No, I'm, like, I'm, I'm with you. It's yeah. good. I just think like, it's manageable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fair. is what I'm trying That's to say. Fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I think like there's, uh, it's really weird because I genuinely think most books have play at the moment. Like, and I don't think I've ever been able to say that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. Um, uh, like, like I, I think that there's loads of play. There's only about three or four books that I think aren't good at the moment. Okay, so which ones do you think aren't good? Uh, Gets. Correct. Uh, Crawl Boys. Correct. Um, probably, uh, oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, no. Ogres. Yeah, also Still kind of not great. Yeah. But like you can still smash things with stone horns and have a lovely time. Yeah, you can go like two, three and have the best time. Uh, I mean, oh, thank you to Margoon for donating five gift subscriptions. Let's go. Let's go. Um, and oh, there was another army that I was going to say. I forgot. As Slanesh. Like, I understand Slanesh have been doing well, but like, I think that's a fringe case. I think it's a fringe case because the incarnate exists. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And also Anthony Trent and Ali's incredible. Yeah, that's like, like the th that's what I mean. Like the fringe yeah, those case. Two things. Like, like those two know. things. Like, oh, FEC as well. Like, yeah. I actually think FEC is really good in this edition. Do you? Yeah. What? I can't agree with that. Where? Like, you can. No one's actually playing it. I mean, it went 4-1 recently. Last week, it went 4-1. Like, if you, like, because you, you can threat saturate and then just score primary. Like, I think, I think they're okay. Like, I wouldn't put them in my bottom. Like, because the thing is, like, they could still do 3-2. Most, I think every army at the moment could do a 3-2. Which is good, because that gives you a positive win rate potential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, and I think that's quite interesting. I agree as well. I think there's also a bunch of new players, a load of casual players. So, like, if you practice and play a lot, yeah, um, then I think that's going to put you in a good I place think, as well. I um, think lower drops is still the, the best. best thing in the world. Like, of course. I, I would bin off. If anyone's taking Bounty Hunters, bin it off. Just go in Battle Regiment. Like, stop stop trying to be a four drop, one Battle Regiment, and Bounty Hunters, just do a one drop. Yeah. Like, Unless you can't fit it in, in which case then I would move Yeah, so the only time like, I, I put Bounty Hunters is literally if I've got two sh units left. Like, I think if you're, going, if you're not doing Battle Regiment... I don't hate going, because you still get, even if you have a three drop based on the stats. So if you've got a one drop, you've got an 88% chance of going first. Yep. Yeah, or at least like up to a roll off. Um, if you're a two drop, it's 80%. And if you're a three drop, so double battle regiment. And if you're a three drop, it goes down to 67 and a four drop is 67, right? So like, I, I, think, I think you can still be pretty happy with like a three because 67 is not bad. But like, I agree with you. I would always do a battle regiment first. But like, I think, and I think there's some really good opportunities to be like, actually, do I want bounty hunters or do I want unmatched conquerors? Because sometimes when I look at a list and it's just got like a unit of five or a unit of 10 that's in unmatched conquerors, I actually think, do you know what? Because they're 30 on that objective, they're annoying as hell. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like, that's a thing. Um, but if you can one, two, three drop, just do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Uh, for anyone who's tuned in, by the way, for the stat show, we'll be doing that later on today. Me and Adam were just hanging out, so we thought we'd record this, especially as he had some really unique experiences at a Warhammer World event, and people around the world uh, are going to get an opportunity to hear what it's like playing there, which I think is fun. Um, uh, I don't know when yet. Uh, it's too hot in my office, and so basically I'm avoiding going in there uh, because I hate fops. The worst bit is being on stream and just sweating. Oh, it's, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, like, It's just gross. Uh, so anyway. Uh, right. here, it's not too bad, right? Uh, Adam, any final thoughts before we head out? Uh, just buy more cockatrices. 
good. That's a good final thought. Chat. And I think the funniest part is the narrative for a cockatrice. What is, is the narrative? They're, they're solitary animals. <laughs> so having a herd or a flock is not. It's, it's not correct. Is not correct. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you can follow Adam on Twitter. I'll include his uh, uh, link to his bio below. Um, and uh, thanks, Adam. Any kind of shout-outs you want to do before we go? Uh, Math Mallow. Of course. I love him. Of course you love him. That's correct. Um, my thank you to everyone in the chat. If you've been watching on YouTube, uh, then please do leave some comments and subscribe. And if you listen to this podcast, please stay hydrated. Look after yourselves. Loads of love and see you soon.